Good afternoon, everybody. This is Corey Hepler for the Crazy Monkey Inc. podcast. I'm here with my fantastic and sexy host, as ever, hey. Jared Gifford. Jared, how the hell are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. <laughs> awesome. Um, you had just gotten some fantastic news from our boss, Raz, mm-hmm. for the Crazy Monkey Inc. bit of our podcast. You want to throw us a bone? Oh. Or maybe even the whole skeleton. I, I, I so you, oh, you're talking about the little discussion we had. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that had you grinning from ear to ear. Oh well, okay. Um, <laughs> to uh, finally let the cat out of the bag, um, I've actually just been made uh, vice president of Crazy Monkey Inc. <laughs> now, what's that entail? Well, that's going to entail a lot. I'll be probably doing a lot more promotional stuff now. Okay. Um, I am definitely, uh, going to be, um, helping, helping out, uh, making some of the deals for the company. Um, you know, talking to some people, uh, getting the word out about Crazy Monkey Inc. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, that also means that when, uh, when, when we're brainstorming ideas for the company, I get to be there and basically I get to be one of the people who help to, um, to shape what the company is going to be in the coming future. Basically, uh, the way Raz put it, if he's number one, I'm number two. That sounded so horrible. I know, didn't it? <laughs> so if he's number one, you're number two. So you're full of shit. So, oh. you're just full, so everything's come out of your mouth just full of shit, right? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, I knew that was coming. I wasn't expecting it to go that route because I was like, you said, if he's number one, I'm number two. But then my mind just freaking lost it, and I was like, "Don't do it, Corey! Don't well, because, fucking do it!" Well, it's because it's it's the way the comic books is. It keeps you infantile. Exactly, <laughs> it really does. And I like the fact that you got made vice president because not only have you been with the company longer and you have more comics out, you have more of a feel about how um, our listeners and also our viewers of our comics and our other related things are going to take what we bring to mm-hmm. Crazy Monkey Inc. So you literally are the perfect person for the vice president job for Crazy Monkey Inc. Just like mm. I'm the perfect uh, for director of marketing. And yeah. he, here's the interesting thing. With Jared, not only is he on point with what he does with his comics, I know for a fact that when this title, you know had been placed upon him not only could you see like the animated happiness in his face but it also confirmed to me just how much he truly enjoys what he does oh yeah well that's what i'm saying it's like i'm not just only about this company but i'm also about comics i've always been about that and uh, and that's the whole thing. It's like what I look at this is an opportunity. So a lot of people back, like, oh, you know, um, you know, the, now it just seems like you're gonna have like much more work to do. But what I what I think I like about this is that not only because I'm still gonna be doing my own writing, I'm still gonna be doing my own work. But now what it what I feel like this can do is now I've got an opportunity to help out other people, maybe help other people get into it, and then you know I can. I, I can help build the brand from uh, from where we are. The whole thing is, is, you know, I can help spread that word for Crazy Monkey Inc. and basically, you know, help Crazy Monkey Inc. become 
one of those big companies that everybody talks about you know be on par with uh you know with with some of the some of the bigger independent companies like maybe like be on par with things like image or dark horse or you know um even boom studios and whatnot you know yeah <laughs> and i believe that the reason you're the man for the job not only do you love comics not only do you love what you do um but there's a passion in Jared that you don't see a whole lot anymore in people in comics because you've got people that, okay, they write comics or they draw comics and, you know, it's just something for them. Mm -hmm. And it's just what they do. It's like their day in and day out shit. Yeah. For Jared, it is so much more than that. You can see the enthusiasm every time he even says the word comics. He's got this grin on his face. <laughs> That you just know he loves what he does. And I honestly wish that that kind of enthusiasm would come back to comics, not only in the independent circuit, but in mm. the major circuits as well. Because you look at these creators and while they do love what they do, it almost mm -hmm. looks as right as right now, mm -hmm. it looks like as it's a chore. And comics mm -hmm. and creating and being an artist and bringing stuff out that can entertain the masses should never feel like that. Well, that's the big problem is right now, uh, and the biggest problem is right now you've got a lot of butting heads that's exactly. going on, that's going on in comic books because because uh, as Corey said, it's not that we're um, tell, saying that people don't enjoy what they do. No, I mean I can tell everybody who's in comics they enjoy what they do in comics and they love doing comics. But the biggest problem is is they they there's sort of um and and once again I'm not I'm not siding on one side or the other here. Yeah. It's just I'm just pointing out what is. Uh, there's like a, sort of an ideological clash between various comic groups now. You know, people say um, comics should be about this or comics should be about that. You know, and once again I'm not going to sit here and name specifics. Oh no, because, but you're definitely going to throw out the uh, ideas yeah, as to what yeah. they bicker about the most. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much what what you got right now is an ideological struggle in comics, and that's the big thing that's going on. And the thing is, is I, I agree with you. I think what happens is that people just need to be enthusiastic about what they do, love their product, uh, be, uh, you know, um, you know, be be sure about their product. You know, the whole thing is, is that, um, you know, you can have a you can have a product that you love, but if you're not willing to promote it, it's not going to go anywhere. You know, that's the whole thing. You have to be willing to do that legwork. And, and, and this, and I, I am going to actually take a little bit of opportunity here to basically talk to a lot of people that here's the whole thing. I, and I've seen so many people give up in comics. I've seen so many people stop, struggle. And, and I, I don't know you and I have even have our, had our struggles too. Yeah. But, but, but ultimately we kept going. But here's, but here's the thing is what a lot of people are not willing to do. They need to do the legwork. And the, the, the biggest thing about it I've seen people is that they're like, they think that all they have to do is just, you know, if they're a writer, just write their scripts and throw them out there, and then hey, you know, I'll be famous, you know. Um, hey, but that's or, not how it works. No, no, you no. Know? Not in, not in uh, oh yeah, or, or or you know, or or, or certain artists or certain uh, people in comics, uh, colorist letters uh, or anything. The whole thing is they think that they just put the work out there, and then that, and then and then all of a sudden they start getting paychecks. Um, which, yo, know, you know, you know this, I yeah. know this, that that's not what happens. It's not. I mean, look at our yeah. friend Chad Harden. Look at yeah. how many years he drew before yeah. he finally got to be on um, oh, yeah. Harley Quinn for DC. Look at how many years he's yeah. had to put in and dig his feet in oh, before yeah. he finally 
got a gig that was oh yeah, worth well, it. yeah hell even before it was like, we, what ten years well I like I like the fact you bring up Chad Harden the fact is because uh, with Chad Harden um, he uh, he actually had was designing video game covers yeah. before he even got into comics when mm-hmm. um, I remember the one of the first comics he ever wrote. Um, or not wrote, but sort of drew. Yeah. You know, the, one of the first comics he ever drew um, was a little comic called Fist of Justice. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, that's actually hard to find these days. So, I mean, I, th- I think there's a few sites you can find it on, but it was like it was an independently produced comic. and Yeah. I don't know if they have uh, too many copies around now. But yeah, the first thing he ever did was Fist of Justice. And, uh, and yeah, he didn't get much recognition for that. I mean, he maybe had like 10 fans out of that, of one of which was me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're so loyal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but the thing was, was that he kept on going. And then what happened was, uh, um, um, when, uh, cause I'd first met him when nobody knew about him, but, uh, when him and I really started becoming friends was, uh, he, when he started getting work, um, out of, uh, Dark Horse. Yeah. Um, and, uh, cause one of the first, uh, one of the, cause I know he was, he was doing a few things for DC here and there as well, mm-hmm. but, uh, I know one of the first, uh, big works that I knew he was doing when, uh, when he was up and, uh, when he was up and coming was, uh, was he, he did the, um, he he did the art for um, some of the early uh, Dragon Age comic books. Yeah, he did. And in fact, I've got <laughs> I've got the entire omnibus of that bitch. As uh, and, and and I and I and and the thing is, it's like uh, I had I had Chad sign that. You know this, uh, and you know and hey, I'm not I, you know I'm not ashamed to say this. You know that that's one of the great perks of being uh, of being friends with people uh, people like that. It's like I I you know it's like uh, I don't get starstruck. Um, because the whole thing is, uh, now, Chad's always good to his fans. I'm going to tell tell everyone yeah. this, right? Chad's always good to his fans, and, and he does not charge for his signature, and I love that about the guy. Mm-hmm. He, you know, um, and, uh, and, and, uh, uh, but here's the whole thing is that when I look at Chad, I don't look at Chad as like, ooh, he's, he's this big time celebrity who's, you know, drawn Harley Quinn and, and, and he's huge at DC and blah, 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 blah. I don't yeah. look at him like that. Chad Harden's like, oh, hey, there's my friend Chad. Chad's just, you know, like, you know, him and I were just friends, you know, and, and I like that, you know. I like the fact that we've got that kind of relationship that we can just, you know, we can just come up to each other and, you know, uh, give each other a handshake and say, how's it going? How are things, you know? Um, we're not, si- you know, it's like, I'm, I'm not sitting there like, oh, my God, it's Chad Harden. You don't do that? <laughs> No, I don't do that either. Uh, but, but I've never even with, even with celebrities, I've never really been that way. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not. You know, I don't. I you know, I don't mock them or anything. But I just look at celebrities the same as I do any other person. We're not going to go all Wayne's World, Alice Cooper on them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, we're not, not worthy. worthy. We're not worthy. No, no. Once again, and in fact, I, I noticed that most creators actually like it better when you treat them just like you do anyone else. Yeah, exactly. They don't, now, there are a few out there that do like their egos stroked. I mean, you know... This, Amongst other things. But but the whole thing is, is for the most part, most of the people I've met in comic books, um, no, they're people that, that, you know, they just want you, they just want you to treat them like anybody else, and they, you know, and, and, and in fact, a lot of them have a tendency to find it annoying when you get starstruck, you know, because then, then all of a 
a sudden they become this idol that no one can touch. And mm. it, not only that, but I know you'll agree with me, it's yeah. embarrassing. Exactly. It's <laughs> and so, and, and that's what I'm saying. He's like, no, I mean, I'm the same way. And, and anyway, and, 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 and another kudos to Chad here is that um, Chad has actually always been very supportive of me in my career as well. Yeah. I mean, Chad took me to one of my first major conventions. I mean, and he didn't even have to. He could have told me to screw off. He could have, you know, he, he could have done anything. But no, I mean, this is how awesome the guy is. And, and you know, and, and once again, shout out to Chad. I mean, this guy paid his own money so that I could stay so that I could stay at a hotel with him. Yeah. So that I uh, and, and and he he had it so I shared a table with him at the convention. Uh-huh. And uh you know and and, and then you know uh it, 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 there was there's even a few times on the internet where he'd promote my work. I mean, it's freaking awesome. And and and, and that was great. And once again, this is how awesome the guy is. He didn't even have to. He could have just as easily told me to screw off and just, you need to do it yourself and don't mooch off me, you know? And, and no, <clears throat> huge shout out to Chad. Awesome guy. Didn't have to do it, but he did it. And and like I said, no, totally. I, I love the fact that he's been totally supportive of me in my career. Awesome guy. And once again, as I said, can't say it enough, but, you know, um, don't have a glass on me right now, but uh, I'm going to raise my imaginary glass to Chad. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> got Gatorade. <laughs> Not spiked, people. We do this podcast sober. <laughs> uh, that's Sometimes. As far as, as far as you know. <laughs> as, far, as far as you know, we're just fucking Mormon whistly clean. Yeah. How do they know we're not snorting coke behind the disc? Will you stop giving away our secrets? <laughs> Anyways, but uh, in all seriousness, no, once again, just wanted to give that good shout out to Chad. And, but anyway, back to what I was talking about in comic books in general. Um, but yeah, once again, you have a lot of people that that um, that don't do the hard legwork of getting to comics, and that's why I wanted to tell the story of Chad. Um, and and that's what I said. And then and then with even with me, the whole thing is is I don't just write my scripts and then hope. Oh, hey, a bunch of people are gonna go and read my books now. No, it's like I promote it all the freaking time. Social media, talk to people about it on the street whenever I get the chance, and I go to whatever conventions I can get to, you know, whatever I can afford to promote my comic book. You know, hey, it, here's one thing that creators, especially up and comers, yeah, um, need to realize. No one else is going to promote you if they don't know you. Well, and once again, especially if you're independent, <laughs> and I keep telling people this, you are your own promoter if you're an independent. If you are if you, if you are an independent company, and I'm not talking like big companies like Image and Dark Horse, because they, once again, they have enough money they're making that they can hire people for that. Yeah. But, but no, when you are an up-and-coming comic book publisher, you have to be your own publicist so you, you have to, to be your own, own promoter yeah yeah you've got to be you've got to be the person to promote your stuff if you want it out there you've got to put yourself on social media you've got to talk to people you've got to set up meetings you've got to you you've got to talk to other people and then maybe see if they would be willing to work with you exactly and it and it goes down to the attitude you and i know the louder yeah. you bang your drum the more attention you gain exactly exactly <laughs> no, no, and that see and that's perfect right there but that's that's what <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, when, when getting into comic books, that's the whole thing. You have to remember. Now, if you're working, yeah, 
if you're not a big company, yeah, you don't have to worry about shit, okay? Uh, they, they know who the fuck you are. Yeah. If you, you just show up and you yeah. collect the paycheck. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> if you're if you're working, if you are working at like some of the big companies like talking about Dark Horse Image or Hell, even, d- dare I say it, DC and Marvel, yeah. if you're working at these companies, no, you don't need to promote shit. They've got people for that. Yeah, if you're at the booth <laughs> and people are like, oh, you work at Marvel? You pretty much fucking sold yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right there. Here's the whole thing. Half the time, they don't even have to know what title you do. They're like, oh my god, you work at DC? My god, you must be awesome. Here's my bra. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, you know, or, and the guys are like, here's my hairy underwear. Here, here's my skivvies and jockstraps. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sign up for me? Like, oh, well, lovely. I'll sign it next to the skid mark. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have enough hand sanitizer for this job. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, but, 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 but anyhow, but I'm saying no. You don't, have to, you don't have to do it. But once again, if you are an independent publisher and no one's heard of you, no, you're, you don't, you, unless you have some rich uncle or something. Yeah. Um, who can do that for you. The whole point is you have to, you have to do your, you have to be your own promoter and you have to find ways to promote your stuff. You know, whether it be having to pay for promotional material yourself. Yeah. Um, well, the hell, but there are even free ways you can do it. Go on social media, talk about it, you know, go on social po- media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Yeah. All of those are free promotions. Motion. Yeah. You don't have to pay shit. Well, except for the internet bill. Well, unless you're but doing the, unless you're doing the Facebook business plan. Exactly. But, but but once again, the but whole all point that's is, free. But the whole point is, for the most part, yeah, it's free. You can just go over there and do that. And then once once again, word of mouth is free. When, yeah. when you see people, when you see people who you think might be interested in your comic book, talk to them about it. Exactly. Go to your local comic shops. Talk to the owners there. See if they'd be willing to help you put your put your stuff on their shelves. See if we, they they can help you sell it. We've even got our local comic shop that has our comic books. Yeah. And you strike deals with these comic places. You say, okay, yeah. you get half of what I sell, and I get the other half. Yeah, exactly. It, well, and, and once again, and then you can say, and then you can even say this, you know, it's like, uh, that basically, um, it, with, with them, you know, basically, oh, hey, when I do my promotions, I will promote your comic book store. Exactly. And so, so yeah, you know, because, like, so, so, you know, if we could, you know, if we're throwing an event and maybe say our local comic store, Comics Plus in St. George, please look them up. Uh, awesome, awesome. Plugging this for you, David. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, check out Comics Plus. St. George, they're on the boulevard. They have a ton of awesome stuff. That reminds me. Yeah. May 4th. You and I are going to be there for free comic, comic book, book day. day. Yes, we'll have we'll have copies of our books. Um we we'll, we will sign them. Um, everything there is going to be for, well, at least for, like they'll have the free comic books, of course, yeah. that the, that the, uh, owner will have behind the counter that he can give to you. But, but, um, our stuff will also be promoting there, uh, Crazy Monkey Inc. Um, and everything there is just going to be five bucks, five bucks all across the board. That's from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And like I said, we'll have, we'll have a ton of our books there. We'll be representing the company. Um, uh, Corey's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, I have not confirmed this for sure yet, but, uh, but I'm, but I think that Mark Swan might be there. 
Yeah, I believe he should be there. Mm. Then again, um, we're not confirming that as a hundred percent. I'm right oh, now. let me put it this way: I am not going to. I'm, I'm not going to say for sure whether that's happening. All I know is it's a might. It's a maybe. So mm. that's what you're going to have to take it as. But I will be in touch with Mark pretty soon, so I will find out for sure whether he's coming. But you know, for the most part, he never misses these things. So you know, you can bet he's probably going to be there. If he's not there, there's a good reason for it. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, we'll be there. Uh, anyway, is that yeah? But back with the the other discussion is like yeah, go to your local comic shop, see if you can strike deals with the owners. Um, you know, see uh, you know, see if you can work something out. See if they'd be willing to put your stuff on their shelves. And then and then as you said, when you promote your stuff promote their store and then they they will reciprocate it's got to be a win-win situation especially in comics or else you're not going to get anywhere it's the whole you scratch my back i'll scratch yours because yeah. you look at jack kirby and you look at um stanley stanley and you look at todd mcfarlane yep you look at uh i almost said rob halford um, <laughs> rob liefeld rob liefeld rob uh, uh, uh rob halford i love you as well yeah you know, you're not been... in comics yeah, uh, you're an awesome metal guy, but you're not a comic guy. Exactly. <laughs> they all did the legwork. They they drew the comics. They got out there. They told everybody who the hell they were. They told everybody what comic they did. If if you're really passionate about what you do, it doesn't matter whether you're a writer, whether you're an anchor, letterist, colorist, but whether you're doing comic books or whether you're doing indie published novels, you have to be your own promoter. For a long time until you finally catch that break and enough mm -hmm. people know you to where your name sells what you're selling. Exactly. And then here's the whole thing. When when you finally when you got that reputation and you have and you have a steady flow of income coming yeah. in, then that's when you can hire promotional guys to to do these things for you, and then you don't have to worry about the promotion. But the whole thing is, is until you get to that point, all the promotion has to be done by you. Yeah, and here's mm. another thing that a lot of indie creators up and coming tend to get kind of pissy about. Yep. You have to throw a lot of your own money at the beginning mm -hmm. to get noticed. And you know what? That's a small, minute sacrifice yeah. that you have to make in order to get the end result that you're looking for. Well, and exactly. It was basically, uh, it goes to the thing of how much do you want it. Exactly. And, 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 and here's the whole thing. No. You should, you, should you pay for all your own stuff the whole time? No. But here's the whole thing. In the beginning, you're going to have to do that. The whole point is, and you'll see small little ripples. Yeah. The whole thing is, is no. It's never a huge splash. I mean, now it does happen, but it, but it doesn't happen all that often, so people shouldn't expect it. Here's the thing. You, it's it's much more rare that somebody comes in and says, "Oh, look at that great up and coming newcomer. Let's let's get get him a job over at Marvel, or let's give him a job at DC." You know, yeah. um, now that does happen, but it doesn't happen a lot. It's um, like throwing a pebble in the middle of a river, yeah, and then seeing the ripples go out. Exactly. You have to be, but like those ripples, constantly promoting, constantly going out there, constantly getting people exactly. contacts. Well, exactly. It's like that's why that's why you go to conventions. Conventions help spread the word because then people who don't know about you will see you at the convention, and they and if you've had good relations with them, then they're like, oh hey, look, I met this really cool independent comic book publisher. Yeah. They you know I had an awesome conversation with them. They seem like great people. They seem like they're selling some great 
quality comic books, mm-hmm. and 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 now I think I have a new company I want to support. And you just came out with one of the greatest promo- promotional ways to get yourself taken care of. Yep. You've told me this time and time again. This is mm-hmm. literally the second rule in getting indie um, famous. I know that sounds like a really horrible term, <laughs> but that's what it I is. I like it. Indie famous. So you know what? I, you know what? They would coin that. <laughs> I'm going to coin that term. Indie famous. It, and this is the second rule. Contacts, contacts, contacts. Exactly. Here's the whole thing. <laughs> it, it's, it's two of the most important things to know in comic books, and this helps you out immensely. Yeah. Knowing who to talk to. Exactly. Knowing who to talk to is a big thing. Yeah. And a lot of people always look down on that. Like, basically, it's like, oh, but it just seems like you're sucking up to people. Here's the whole thing. No, there's nothing wrong with utilizing the people you know. If you know... The, if you actually know the right people in comic books, that can put you in a prime position so that people can see your stuff. Here's the whole thing. If you suck as a writer and you suck as an artist, it doesn't matter who you know. You could you could know the f- fucking president of DC. Yeah. And the whole thing is, is if your stuff sucks, you're not going to get a job. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, so here's the whole thing. Yes. Knowing people can get you in a prime position. However, staying in that prime position means you've got to have the talent. Exactly. Yeah. And here's another thing um, that uh, I read of from Stephen King on his on writing. He said, talent is as cheap as table salt. Yeah. If you don't have what it takes, mm-hmm. the drive and the getting in there and doing it, even when you feel that you're a failure and you're not getting anywhere and it's... It, you're not getting to where you want to be as fast as you think you should be. If you're not grinding, then you shouldn't be doing this at all. Because there's years that Stephen King only writes one book. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You know? That's my thing. Here's the biggest thing right now is that uh, is a lot of people always get these two things confused. But, there's a, but here's the thing. Anybody can be famous. Yeah. But not everybody can be successful. Yeah, because there's a big difference because you can be famous yeah. for a little bit, oh, but yeah. success outweighs fame far beyond any other small 15 minutes. Well, success is, the, here's, and this is the way at least I measure it. Here's the whole yeah. thing. is like a lot of people have their own ideas of fame and success, but here's, the, here's what I look at. Fame is temporary. Fame is the kid who gets his head stuck in a toilet and he posts it on YouTube. Yeah. Fame is something that's fleeting. Success... Success is lasting. Success means that you know that you have a winning formula, you know how to do it, and you and you can keep on doing it. You have the endurance to keep on coming out with great creative things. And one thing that I absolutely love that Jared has and that I have as well, and if you exactly and, <laughs> <laughs> and if you have this, you'll survive. Determination. Oh yes, determination is actually very uh, is very important. In fact, I would actually have to say that uh, that goes along with the next thing I was going to say. Then this is what's important as an independent creator: what you need to do yeah. is uh, is conventions. Um, you know, I, there are a lot of times where a lot of people are very iffy about conventions. I know 
you at first were iffy about conventions. You weren't really sure if you wanted to do them. But, yeah. But uh, but one thing that I have learned, and this is just the truth, and you're not going to survive in the comic industry if you don't learn this truth, is that conventions are the lifeblood of every creator. And hand sanitizer. Lots and lots <laughs> that's of a, hand sanitizer. Well, especially with the more uh, weird ones, but yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but... <laughs> But no, but the, but the point I'm making is that is that no, you want you actually want to go go out, go to conventions because this is the thing. Conventions is where you meet other people. This is where you meet who your audience is going to be. Other creators. This yeah, exactly. This is where you meet other creators. This is where you meet other studios. Uh -huh. This is where you you know this is where you meet the big guys yeah, in the comic book industry. You formulate relationships. Yeah. That can boom into bigger things mm -hmm. if you'll just go. And open your damn mouth. And it can lead to other job opportunities. Exactly. Because sometimes you'll actually get big-time creators who will go to these conventions and they'll do talent searches. I actually had one of my friends who's mm. um, not mm -hmm. into comics, but he writes um, indie novels. Yeah. He said, the best part about a ladder is it never stops having steps. Yeah. There's always a rung up above where you're at. Where yeah. you know you could push yourself to be better. Yeah, just saying, just going to that next step. Exactly. Except, yeah. I like that. I like that parallel you use there. But uh, but exactly, that's the whole thing. And and I said, and, and with comic, the comic industry, no, conventions is the lifeblood of any comic creator. Any comic creator would tell you this. The thing the thing is is that the most amount of money that a creator makes is at a convention. Especially like even if it's a band. Yeah. Say you think of like Pearl Jam or Nirvana, or you think of like. Foo Fighters. Yeah. yeah, they make good money selling albums and shit. But they but make their best money when they're on tour. Exactly, because that's where you're selling the shirts that are like, you you're know, selling the, the merchant. You're selling the merchandise. You're, 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 you're you know, you're, you're, you're getting the, the, you know, you're getting the money from the vast ticket sales. Exactly, you're selling yourself out mm. in public. <laughs> that sounded so wrong. It did. So oh, wrong. Oh, man. See, so, you know, it's now it's your turn to say something wrong. Well, I'm going to sell myself in public. That's right. <laughs> and I'm not cheap, damn it. <laughs> These are new knee pads. <laughs> so fuck you. But, but, you know, <laughs> all joking aside, that actually is sadly what you have to do. You do have to sell yourself in public. Um, but not the knee pads. Well, maybe if you want knee pads. Okay, let me put it this way. If you're into that kind of stuff, <laughs> we won't judge. You can go right ahead and do that. But for the most part, what it just, <laughs> what it really means is that, uh, what it really means is that you basically have to be willing to go to these places and basically promote your stuff, uh, you know, get your name out there. And, and then, you know, once again, as I said, be willing to, as you said, put your own money into it, yeah. but then, it, you know, it pays off. And these actually said, as far as the conventions go, especially with creators like ourselves, comic book creators, it, it's a great way to build relationships within the comic book community you know i mean i've met awesome people going to conventions you know i got to meet marat michaels who used to work at extreme studios with rob liefeld yeah. marat michaels is an awesome guy i met norm ratman who's also an awesome guy you met um, uh tone rodriguez who did one of your covers yes i met uh, tone rodriguez see 
Two of the two of the most <laughs> awesome looking Darum covers, and they, hey, and, you, and I, I said, I said two of them. So so you're still in there, Gas Bear. Your 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 uh, your your cover's still awesome too. Yeah. But but yeah, two of the most awesome uh, Darum covers that I got was from was from Tone Rodriguez, and the, awesome guy, awesome guy. And, and once again, I'm gonna give a shout out to Tone now too. I, I got one from from Chad. Now now I'm gonna do one for Tone. And you know, Tone Rodriguez. First off, first and foremost. Just one of the most humblest, awesome guys you'll ever meet. I mean, this guy, I don't think, has a vein bone in his body. He's got a nice goatee. Oh, he does. Seriously. He does. I mean, seriously. I mean, if I if I swung that way, I'd, I'd definitely want him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sweet goatee. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, he's just an awesome guy. He's mm-hmm. just an awesome guy, and I'm glad that I met him, and... Uh, and and he was another person that like you know when I was struggling in my early days he was one of those people that he was supportive of me and 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 it was and, and like Chad it, he wanted me to be successful and and I liked it and one of the cool things about him was that I was able to work out deals with him exactly um and and, and that's what's so great is and and I, and I say that. As a creator, if you want to build great relationships, be willing to work out some deals. Now, don't work yourself into a corner where you're getting shit. Yeah, or um, like, don't do it like we are constantly throwing shit out for free because that won't get you anywhere. No, no. But what I'm saying is, is work out deals. Like, like in certain, like in certain cases, like, uh, like I'll tell people, okay, uh, um, I'd like you to do smart work for me, but I can't pay you everything up front. If, you know, if you're cool with it, I'll give you one payment now mm-hmm. and then I can, and then I can just pay you, um, in increments. And you'd be extremely surprised... Yeah. How many people in the comic book industry and even the indie circuit yeah. will be okay with that? As yeah. long as they get paid, that's really all they care about. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and, and like Gaspar Gaspar and Montalvo, yeah. perfect examples. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And I'd say the same thing with Tone. No, Tone's an awesome guy. Yeah. Love his artwork. And he's just a great human being. You know what? I just want to give him a shout out just because he's a great human being. Exactly. I mean, seriously, one of the most humblest guys in comics. He's like, you know, if you ever get the chance to meet Tone Rodriguez, you know, tell him, tell him that Jared sent you, and and, and you know, and it's just really such an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Can't say enough good stuff about him. And and you know, once again, it's like you know, and one of these days, because because uh, because you know, and I and I've said the same thing. One of these days, because uh, you know, because uh, I because. Uh, um, it's gonna be out there, and I'm gonna make sure it happens. I don't care if I'm an old man what happens, but no, I'm gonna, uh, I, you know, one of these days I'm gonna be doing a book with Chad, and then another day I'll be doing a book with t- with Tone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know that's 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 a goal of mine. But no, it's really, both awesome guys. But yeah, as I said, no Tone, just you know, one of the humblest guys in comics you'll ever meet. Um, and uh, anyway, um. But uh, as I was saying, yeah, I met him. Um, um, I've also met Dan Fraga, who's also an, a really cool laid-back guy. Um, and does does some great work, artwork of his own, and he also worked at Extreme Studios with Rob Liefeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, really awesome guys. I'm glad that I met them. Um, and uh, you know, and but that's what I'm saying. You have a chance to meet other professionals in the industry. I didn't actually get to meet him personally, but he's actually become kind of a good friend of mine. Um, over the internet, uh, but uh, well, at least two of them. Um, one is Brian Jailglass. Yeah. Uh, totally, totally love it. Uh, totally love him. Really awesome guy. Um, and uh, and him and I actually, um, the way I describe Brian Jailglass is uh, very intellectual. I like that. He, uh, uh, whenever I 
have conversations with them. It's very intellectually stimulating. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feel much smarter having talked to Brian Jail Glass. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you would agree because you've had conversations with him too. Well, yeah, he's an amazing person. Yeah. As I was saying, if it's anything with, with Brian Jail Glass, one word to describe him is smart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> time for some uh, shameless self-promotion. That's what I'm naming it now. We're going to be doing shameless self-promotion. Man, we've been self-promoting so many people today. Uh, Seriously. Oh, man. It's like a a lot of people are going to be like, oh, man, they're stroking our egos, aren't they? (laughs) Seriously. Time to stroke our own. Yes, right. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he was one. Another person um, I've actually um, become acquainted with... um, I, don't, I haven't got to know him as well as Brian Jail Glass yet, but him and I have actually had some pretty cool conversations. You're talking the, about Victor Santos? Um, well, no, him, him as well. Oh, you're talking well. about Samir Samal. Um, I, I, wow, see, the, you're pulling out people I didn't even think of. No, them too. Okay. Them too. But no, actually, what I'm talking about is Brian Paluto, the, uh, the guy who's actually created Lady Death. Oh, yeah, Brian Paluto. <laughs> no. Well, I think it's Polito, actually. Oh. <laughs> Brian Polito. And, uh, you know, once again, I'll give him a shout-out, too. And I'm sorry, dude, I fucked up your last name. You can kick my ass when you see me. <laughs> well, you're not the one that that said the planet and the dog. So I don't think you're... You, Pulido. Pulido. Yeah, I, I, I said Pluto, and I was like, well, well, that's wrong. Yeah, so anyway, I want to give a shout-out to him, too. He's a really awesome guy, and I love his taste in music. The guy, yeah. the guy is a huge freaking... Like metalhead and punk guy, it's like I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So about that shameless self promotion. <laughs> and hey, why not? You know what? Let's stroke our own eagle. Seriously, I love stroking my ego. Well, no, you're, you know what I accidentally said? I said I'm gonna stroke my eagle. <laughs> <laughs> you have an eagle, <laughs> and you stroke it. Wow, man, you was really like eagles. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Does the government know? <laughs> <laughs> Probably get locked up if they did. Good oh, Lord my of... God, he's fucking eagles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stroke away. <laughs> you want to stroke first? You want me to? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh horrible. Um, anyway, uh, no, well, like you said, it's like, uh, well, first off, I'm going to, I'm going to promote, I'm going to take this opportunity to promote Corey. Oh, so you're going to stroke me first. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so, is it good for you? <laughs> well, as soon as you say it, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to promote, uh, Corey right now, and I'm going to say, the thing is, is that what I love about this guy is that, uh, with his stories, he's, he's one of those ones I'd like to call daring. He does stories that not many other people would want to do. He he's like if he sees an area that's like, oh, this is an untapped area of fiction. He'll he'll tap it. He'll tap it to death. That's right. I'll I'll, I'll tap it till it gives me money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that's the whole thing. It's like if you so so somebody said, hey, you know, uh, nobody's written no nobody's you know nobody's written a comic about like. Uh, uh, you know, about uh, clown juggling werewolves. And then Corey would be like, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold, <laughs> my, hold my Jack Daniels. I got this shit. <laughs> but no, but uh, but honestly, though, what I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I, I have to say that. But, but I also say that they're well thought out. The whole thing is, while, 
when you look at Corey's stuff offhand, you might think it, that it looks like a chaotic mess. And I just mm. escaped my the insane asylum, and yeah. I haven't taken my pills in a but while. But here's the thing that you understand. <laughs> here's the thing you understand when you when you sit down and you read one of Corey's books is that Corey seems to really understand the action genre, mm -hmm. and if you love B movie schlock action films, yeah. That's pretty much what you're gonna get with Corey. <laughs> Corey knows how to do stuff like that. He's got he's got the he's got the fucking one liners. He's got you know he's got he, he, he's got the blood shooting everywhere. He's you know he's 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 got the he, he's he's got the the freaking um, drug lord scenarios. Yeah, the, got the bubes. Yeah, the yeah exactly. <laughs> he's got the, the bubes. <laughs> The bubes. Gotta love bubes. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, but the but the the thing is, is that, but once again, if if you like just nonstop schlocky action, then 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 that's where what you're gonna get with Corey. Corey gives per, Corey gives you like everything, warts and all. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna eat chlamydia whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So. Is, is that so that so that's what you're gonna get with Corey and and no and, it, and so that's what I'm saying that's why I want to promote this guy and then plus he's working he's working on some uh, some future projects that are gonna be awesome um you know um I, I know that you just barely made a deal with Raz that uh, that um that with sexy zombie hunters it's gonna be our annual Halloween title every single year, so it'll be our promotional thing for when we're doing Hall uh, do, do, doing the Halloween shows. Yeah, <laughs> um, that'll be the promotional title for that. Um, I also know that you're working on some novelettes. Yes, my first novel, novelette or novella, however the fuck you want to say it, uh, will be done. The same thing. Uh, will be done and ready for a November uh, slash possibly December release of this year. Nice. So, praise Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> now, if you're done stroking my ego, I wanna I wanna take the chance to stroke yours. <laughs> That's good for you. Can I stroke away? Stroke. Right. Stroke. <laughs> stroke. Get to do some Billy Squire over here. <laughs> stroke. Stroke. <laughs> Alrighty then, I'm gonna stroke away. Do you need me to use lube or no? <laughs> Uh, well, that'd be nice. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to tap into some Jergens. Uh, oh, wait a minute. No, you like Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, how Darum writes... Uh, Jared. How Darum? Uh, Darum writes Darum. Yeah, because see, 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 I'm not really here. Darum writes me. That's right. This is like one of those uh, Deadpool fourth wall pieces of shit. Right <laughs> That's right. Deadpool draws you. You don't draw Deadpool. It's one of those being in Russia things. <laughs> like, to like toothbrush. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, keep going. Yeah. Uh, so, if you want sci-fi action... If you want shit blowing up, if you want a compact, fantastic, story-driven space opera that is going to knock your pants off, including the belt, check out Darum, Captain of the Stars. How Jared writes is very methodical, and he has a structured way of doing it, Other, unlike me, 
who just goes all fucking willy-nilly <laughs> and then expects it to make sense. Because why the fuck not? <laughs> when you read a comic from Jared, you know that you're going to get action, adventure, funny one-liners. Um, you're going to get a plot that is thought out so well that it's like he is sitting by you telling you the story while you're reading the comic. That's how well he writes his comics. <laughs> Thank you. So, have I stroked you enough? <laughs> I mean your ego. I meant to stroke well, your hey, ego. Well, hey, if you want to stroke some more, you can tell him about like uh, future projects I'm working on. Okay, um, stroking on. Uh, <laughs> so, Jared is... Um, doing a bunch of amazing issues, and he just barely got done with his first story arc of Ronan Brothers. Yep. And I, for one, am extremely excited to read the shit out of that. And he hopped off of that for a bit to get back onto the wagon of Reiner Demon Vanquisher. Oh, yes. And you had just got barely done with, uh, Nine... Is that right or ten? Um, no, I'm 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 halfway through issue eight. That's right, you're halfway it's through issue eight. Issue eight. You're going to be hitting issue nine by uh, this upcoming week. Yeah, yeah. I said it's it, yeah. I'm on issue eight. I'm going to be hitting issue nine um, later on in the week. Um, and, uh, and and the thing is, is that uh, um, you know uh, this has actually been a long time coming project. I'm not going to reveal the artist I have working on it. Because yeah. uh, because once again, I don't want to get people too excited before I know when any release dates are going to happen. No, you're good. But I will tell you this. You are going to be really surprised at the who the, who the artist on this is going to be. Um, and uh, all I can tell you is, uh, you know, just uh, uh, another great person. Another great person. Exactly. And, and, and you're going to love his artwork. You know. That's right. Because we said so, damn it. Oh, well, no, I know. It's, <laughs> let me put it this way. The only thing I'm going to give away on this artist is that he has a huge fan base. Um, That's and, really and broad of you. Oh, well, I know. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> he has a huge fan base. They're very loyal. No, but lo, what the whole point is, is when I tell you you're going to flip out as to who the artist is on this thing, you know, you are going to flip out. Seriously. Um. Well, I guess... We're going into comic book re comic book recommendations and novel recommendations. Yeah, we can get into the book recommendations now uh, if you feel. Who's first? Uh, I believe it's my turn this time. Wait actually. a minute! No, wait a minute. Who oh. is on first? Ah, uh, who's on first? <laughs> uh, anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, actually, um. As far as novel recommendations go, I'm yeah. actually going to recommend something a little different. Um, but I read it; it's actually been influential. Um, I'm going to suggest Sting's autobiography called "Broken Music," and it goes through um, a lot of his early years um, as, as a. Uh, it goes through his years as a kid when he first starts getting into music. Him as a struggling musician in the late '70s, early '80s. Yeah. Um, and it goes into when he joins the police and clear up until they have their, um, 
I know. But uh, <laughs> but they're clear on up until they have their first big American tour. Yeah. Um and uh um but no, I like it. It's actually a really good it's actually a really good story if you want to learn about um you know, being a fan of something and, and, and sticking with it and being determined. I mean, I, I like to use a lot of those parallels in, as I said, with comic books. Because yeah. it doesn't just work with music. I think it works with every medium. It does. And, no, I, I, like I said, so if you ever get the chance to read it, pick up Sting's autobiography, Broken Music. It's 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 worth it. Um, anyway, as far as uh, comic book recommendations uh, go... I'm actually going to suggest because because once again, um, and I'm gonna have a shout out to uh, to our British fans here um, because I've really been getting into a lot of that. And once again, gearing up for our next podcast, which again will be about 2000 AD. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna suggest Judge Dredd. Nice. Yes. Okay. Um, and if you're talking about, uh, like, um, any specific arcs, um, let's see, you know, I like a lot of the early stuff. Uh, in fact, you know what, I'm going to recommend something, not so much an arc, but an artist. I'm going to recommend the, uh, the Brian Boland um, years of, of Judge Dredd. Okay. To me, uh, once again, don't get me wrong. I like Judge Dredd, and I love the way he's been drawn over the years. But to me, the best artist who did Judge Dredd was Brian Boland. Yeah. Um, and I just love his kind of style, and and you see it carried on in his DC work because Brian Boland did one of your favorite um books, is he did the art for the Killing Joke with Alan Moore. That's right, bitches. Just. <laughs> and so yeah, so I would recommend Brian Boland's run on Judge Dredd. Okay. Um, comic book recommendation for me, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dip back into the early years. Um, the very first story arc that Silver Surfer had been introduced into. Oh, nice. Um, so you're going back to the, um, Stanley John Bashema stuff. Exactly. Now, if you don't know who, um, Bashema is, he has covered so many of the more prominent figures in comic, comic book books. history that you'd, you'd have to be blind to not know this he man's should, work. The sad thing is, is uh, yeah, because he doesn't get as recognized, but he still is a good, famous comic name. But John Buscema should be as known as, as say, Jack Kirby is, because John Buscema's done a great body of work, too. Because, yeah, because, I mean... Granted, Jack Kirby invented <coughs> Silver Surfer in the pages of Fantastic Four. Yeah. But John Buscema is the one who did the straight Silver Surfer uh, uh, ongoing that they had going yeah. for a little bit. Um, he did that. John Buscema has also done an awesome run on Thor. Uh, John Buscema. And, and this is where he should really get recognition because he did some awesome stellar work on this. And you and I think you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. He did the awesome run on Conan the Barbarian. Oh, hell yeah, he did. Oh, that yeah. run was amazing. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to read... Uh, one second. Now, everything Conan is worth reading. So, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Especially the, the the Marvel comic books. Read, read them. They're all great. But especially those John Bashema stuff. John Bashema just drew Conan in a way that just made him look absolutely badass. Exactly. <laughs> um, And novel recommendations? Is that right? 
Um, yeah, because you start with your comics. So, That's uh, right. So, yeah, that would be your novel recommendation. Oh, uh, novel recommendation. I am going to go um, a little bit into the past as well for this one because I don't think this book gets a lot of recognition, mm -hmm. and it should because not only is it a fantastic book, it also shows you um, what the future was going to be like. And I'm talking about George Orwell's 1984. Ooh, yes. No, that's actually a nice, good classic, too. And the uh, funny thing is, is that, uh, once again, I'm not, and I'm not getting, like, overly paranoid here. I'm just saying, you notice, uh, hilariously enough, there's a lot of stuff that's in 1984 that parallels today. Exactly. That's why it's so prominent, and that's why I say it. Because mm -hmm. if you have not read any George Orwell, first... You need to take the biggest library book possible and slap yourself. With <laughs> That's right. Really hard. Get get yourself a really big dictionary and beat the shit out of yourself with it. That's right. Concussion, coma, doesn't matter. But when you wake up, you need to grab 1984 by George Orwell, and yeah. you need to read the shit out of that. Not oh, just yeah. once, not just twice. You read it five times. Yeah, but the whole point is, is, no, definitely at least check it out. It's 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 really great, and it's got parallels to what's going on today. Yeah. Now, once again, it's very it scarily realistic. It is, but what I'm saying is, like, now, now, you know, the whole just one thing. Is it 100% accurate to today? No. No. But it does have some things that we do have today. It's that, not a Flavius Josephus or Nostradamus type thing. No, no, no. <laughs> but, as I said, it does have some parallels, as you said, to today. Yeah. You know, as far as like, you know, the fact that we do actually have, you know, and it's been proven out. I mean, we 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 have like search engines like 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 Google and whatnot that are that are compiling our data and selling it. Exactly. Um, you know, um, so so the whole thing is is that uh, you know there's uh now granted they presented in a different way in the book, but there were parallels to that. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, um, no, definitely. All awesome, strong book. Definitely check it out. Um, you know, and uh, <coughs> <geez>. you okay. <coughs> well, you know what happens when you have both the hiccups and then you're choking on your own spit. Oh, <laughs> you're choking on your hiccups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> anyway, see, and it's another reason how you know that the, these things are unscripted. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of sa of shameless self promotion. Ah. <laughs> Uh, go to www.indieplanet.com and type in Crazy Monkey Inc. You can search for Darren Captain of the Stars yep. and The Adventures of Taxicab Joe um, from either of us. And the digital copies are $1.50 yep. and the physical copies are $5. Yep. I strongly advertise the $1.50 because not only is it um, more reasonably inexpensive... But, you know, like, you, you can download it and shoot it to any other device you want and share it with your friends if you want to. Mm -hmm. And it's just a lot easier way. And we're in this the technological um, age now that where it's so much better and faster to get the digital because you pay for it. It downloads instantly onto your device. You don't have to worry about waiting a well, week for the, the damn thing to get you got there. so many people using their fart smartphones nowadays. Fart phones? Yeah, yeah, their fart phones. I fucking love fart phones. <laughs> Dude, you've got a fart phone, don't you? <laughs> Holy shit. Literally. 
<laughs> shitty fart phones. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna die. Um, but uh, <laughs> smartphones. But I'm saying in the in the era of smartphones, the thing is, is it's really easy to get a hold of this digital technology. In fact, you can usually get apps for it now. Yeah. So yeah, so the whole thing is, yeah, you know, just uh, just. Go to Indie Planet, order it straight from your smartphone, and <laughs> you heard the runner that. Yeah, order it straight from your fart phone. <laughs> you know. God damn it! <laughs> order it straight from the fart phone, and uh, but either way, you know, and and then and then once again, you can just read it right there on your smartphone. Exactly. Are fart we done? Phone. Fart phone. Oh, fart phone. phone, are, we, phone. are we done? <laughs> Sorry. No, we're not done. No, uh, we are done. Um, are we done? Well, um, once again, I want to take this opportunity uh, to thank a lot of the people we've talked about in this podcast. Oh, yes, dear Jesus, uh, yes. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you, everyone. But also, I want to thank Chad Harden. Once yes. again, being an awesome guy. I know you haven't got to meet him yet, but you know, one of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you to the guy. I would love that. Yeah, um, I want to give a sh once again. I want to thank Tony Rodriguez. Uh, you know, just for being an awesome friend as well. Yes. Uh, I want to you know I want to thank Dan Frega. I want to thank Marat Michaels. I want to thank Norm Ratman. I got a few thank yous after yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and once again, I want to thank Brian um, Pulito. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, man. You're gonna have to hate me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, and um, you know, um, I I, I want to thank um, uh, Brian J L Glass. Yes. Uh, Victor Santos. Uh -huh. Um. Samir Samal. Samir Samal. You know. Um. And uh, you know, just you know, just everybody we've mentioned in this podcast. Exactly. I want to give I want to give a shout out to it. Thank you. If I can't remember everybody, I'm sorry. Yeah. But but no, thank you everybody, and and and, and you know just thank you for being awesome people. And I also want to thank you, the audience. You know, you're the ones who keep us doing these podcasts because exactly. the whole thing is like, uh, you know. The thing is, it's like, once again, you know, I mean, Corey and I probably still do these broadcasts just because we have fun doing them. But it's it's nicer to know that we have an audience. Exactly. We're not just fucking talking to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that one person with the flag up in the air. Yay, see you on my podcast. Woo! <laughs> They're going to make it one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's, uh, seriously, thank you to all you fans for listening to us, putting up with our bullshit. Exactly. And, and just, you know, and just sticking with us. The, you know, it's just, it, that's that means more than you know. I've got a couple people to uh, throw out there. Shout out! Oh no, no please, well. please do it. Please, please do it before we close up. Paul Blake, you're a fantastic writer. Yes, you are. Um, you can get a young man's game that he's written on Amazon.com. It's a fantastic espionage story, and it's amazing. Um, you got Sean Sean McMahon McMahoney. McMahon. 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 I'm so sorry, Sean. He's never going to get your name right. McMahon-Ree. Is that how you say it? McMahon. McTron. McCaptain Crunch. Jeez, what, if you're going to go down this route, why don't you just call him Sean Megatron? That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Autobots. Assemble. Anyway. Um, and then you Dude, got... that's Optimus Prime, <laughs> dumbass. Shut up! <laughs> I know my cartoons! <laughs> anyway, anyway, Sean McMahon, 
Let's get let's get on with it. I think I know where you're going with this. Exactly. Sarah Bailey. Sarah Bailey. Um, um Anna Hansen. Anna Hansen. Uh Katie Hagemon. Yes. Uh Gil. Um your last name, because it's like <laughs> such an ass of a friend. I know. Um, look up the we'll tag, podcast. We'll tag you later. Yeah, look up the podcast, Talented Slackers, on SoundCloud. Him and Alberto and the rest of his crew are funny as hell. They do um, a type of Mystery Science Theater 3000 with movies. They've got amazing commentary. Look them up. They're fantastic, and they're hilarious as hell. I and, and once again, want to take a take a moment to say thank you to everybody, and it's been awesome. And please keep on listening to us. Exactly. Have a fantastic week, and we will see you on Wednesday.